everyone. Welcome back to the CCO Follow podcast. Uh, Travis and I are on today with Megan Cahey. Uh, she's a young adult at our church, and we're really excited today to talk uh, more deeply about uh, Upside Down Kingdom. Specifically this uh, week, we're talking about strength in weakness and the juxtaposition between what the world's kingdom says, which is we have to find our own strength, our own peace, uh, even our own wisdom and our own hope compared to God's kingdom and Christ's kingdom where we're called, his, his strength is perfected in our weakness and that it's his strength. It's, it's, it's where we find hope is through him, where we find peace is in him. And so uh, we're going to be diving into what that looks like and, and uh, have a good conversation about that. Um, Travis, give us a little overview on, on, on what this means, that we're called um, to, to serve God in this upside down kingdom, but he's where our strength and our hope and our peace comes from. Yeah, you know, there's so many scriptures that point to the fact that our, our wisdom, like you said in Proverbs, it comes from God, not ourselves. Um, that our strength comes from God, not ourselves. Like in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, um, or 1 Corinthians 1, 18, that um, these are things that God is supposed to bring in us, that mm. um, that we don't make ourselves. And it's really important that it is that way. Because, um, you know, the way the world um, promotes, you know, uh, bringing of your own strength, creating your own joy, creating your own freedom in a sense. Um, it's really self-centered at the end of the day because you end up being your savior yep. and, mm-hmm. um, you know, God's kingdom being upside down. It's, it's so much opposite of that, that we cannot help ourselves. Um, you know, one of the verses I wanted to, to read, I just love is, um, Second Corinthians four, seven, it says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Mm. And it's just, you know, our entire lives, um, are essentially meant to be these capsules, you know, this, this flesh and blood capsules yeah. showing God's glory in our lives. And God doesn't get the glory if we are the strong ones. God doesn't get the glory if we are the ones who, you know, well, is just a joyful person completely, you know, regardless of any of their circumstances, they just have a lot of joy in of themselves. Yep. God doesn't get any of that glory. Yeah. And um, so it's it's a it's an important thing to recognize that, um, especially as you've been a Christian longer and longer, that you don't, um, you, kind of like we were talking about the last episode, um, how we, we need to make sure we give glory where, where it's due. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we don't uh, justify, in a sense, our, our personality or traits on like, well, I was raised this way, or, you know, it's been something I've been working on, or it's something I've, you know, over years of my life, I've become more of this person. It's like, no, it's by the grace of God. Yeah. By the grace of God, I'm yeah. a jar of clay, which is both fragile. It's very invaluable, to be honest. It's, yeah. it's not. It's the treasure is what's inside, and the strength is what's inside. The wisdom, the grace, the joy, the peace. That's what's inside. Yep. And mm-hmm. it comes from God. And yeah. so that's that's really upside down because the world, um, being as they want oh, to be God themselves, totally. yeah. yeah, you know, they're they're not interested in things that uh, they don't put them as their own savior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what is your what's your response to? Uh, I mean, this is for any of you guys, but what what's the response when you first uh, when you first heard about you know His power is perfected in my weakness? What? what, what wait a minute. I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to 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 take pride in my weakness because his power is perfected in it that doesn't make any sense because the world like travis was saying is is so radically focused on it's all about us it's all about what we can do and 
and take pride in yourself. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you did that all by yourself. Great job. Like, yeah. that's yeah. what success is. Yeah. That's how the world defines yeah. it. Yeah. That's even how you're told to parent. It, it, is yeah. to make sure it's an intrinsic pride that they have, not yeah. one of, oh, I'm so proud of you. It's, oh, you should be so proud of yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. so it's so upside down when you get to Christ's kingdom because he says, no, 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 no. I am the source of all that, mm-hmm. you know? And so what, what's, what's your response to that? It's really interesting because... Growing up in the church, there's never a time that I was like, I heard it for the first time hmm. of like, it's, it's Jesus, it's not about us. But even know growing up with like this knowledge and this truth of like, it's Jesus, you still don't practice that. You still kind of inwardly believe what mm-hmm. we would often consume in like the media. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you literally like go to Barnes and Noble and like, you see all of the self-help books, you oh, see all of like yeah. the journals that are like healthy mind you know and like all of these things and it's like it's not what you're taught at all and you actually quite frankly have to take a step back and really remove all of that and completely look away from the world because it is so opposite of what the bible shows us yeah Yeah. and like it's really interesting because when we like my primary thought when i think of like the person who suffered and the response is joe you know and he's just suffering 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 and when he finally gets to the, his encounter with Jesus, I mean, with God, he literally just straight up like says, like, I am Dort <laughs> and I will return to Dort. Yeah. You know, like that's a really good illustration of like, really, all of your strength does come from God. Yeah. It, it literally cannot come yeah. from the anyone breath else. in your lungs. Yeah. He is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I can't think of a specific time that uh, I heard it for the first time, but I remember one of the most impactful times is uh, we were, lived in Florida and we were back for, um, uh, to, to visit family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The Brooks flew us out um, and um, they had uh, rented like an Airbnb in the mountains. So it was Alicia's family and her parents and, and us um, staying there and her, uh, her dad, I don't know if it was Sunday morning or just one of the mornings we were there. Her dad gave a devotion on this passage in second Corinthians 12, nine through 11, where it says my, my grace is sufficient for you. My power Mm -hmm. is made perfect in your weakness. And, um, they were going through a very hard financial time. They were just starting to exit out of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, he made a comment of like, you know, sometimes even if you know that, God is your strength. Even if you know God's your joy, your peace and everything else He's like, God still may take away everything so Mm -hmm. that there's, there's no doubt. Yeah. And, um, even if you were a hundred percent, you know, on board, I mean, that's kind of the story of Job. I mean, Mm -hmm. God is saying, Hey, I know Job and I know Job's not gonna, you know, turn on me. Mm-hmm. Even if you take everything away, um, but if you did need that, maybe God also takes it away so that you you do reach that point where you realize He's all you need. Yeah. Um, there's that famous quote of "You don't realize God's all you need till God's all you have." Um, but but even if you do know, like in the case of Job, even if you do know, it's a witness to other people mm-hmm. who, no matter how much you tell them, "Oh, God's my strength, God's my joy," they're like, "Yeah, is He?" Because other things are working out really well. Yeah, yeah. And then when everything's taken away, you may have told them that the whole time, but now they see it, and now they're like. Oh, he must be because you've got nothing else now. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's where it's like come to expect that happening mm-hmm. to you. And I, th- I, I think about this all the time uh, because we we go through seasons, right? Mm-hmm. We go through seasons where there's seasons of abundance and there's seasons of famine. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think about this all the time because. My season with with my wife right now, currently, you know, we're we don't have any kids yet. You know, we have a dog, a wonderful dog. Sort of. Um, <laughs> is any dog wonderful? Yeah, right. Ooh. And uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, Off the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk later. That's just so, edited out. <laughs> so, um, 
it, we're in a season right now where we are very blessed. You know, we're we're very blessed, and our friends are in a similar season, but mm-hmm. our friends don't know Jesus, mm-hmm. and they're very blessed. And and I think about this because I know, um, just because what I read, and I know Jesus that that there's going to be a time, there's going to be a season where we're we're going to go through a famine. It's going to be really difficult. There's going to be tough seasons, you know, with, you know, we get married and it says, you know, through, what is it, uh, health and... Uh, oh, and, and, and yeah, sickness what, and health and all kinds yeah, of stuff. All that's funny. <laughs> that passage has nothing to do with marriage. I know. Yeah. Okay, it's, okay. It's Ruth talking to Naomi in, in Ruth chapter one. Come on, man. But I think about that, and, and I'm going to go through times where we're going to be sick. We're, you know, we're going to go through these, these difficult things, and it's how do we respond in that? And mm-hmm. I think about my friend yeah. who, you know, right now they're, they're in a good season, but... If we're looking at the world right now, we know it's that's yeah. it's gonna end soon, and mm-hmm. yeah. and I just I just pray and I hope I know it's kind of off topic, but I just pray for them and I pray that mm-hmm. God uses that to yeah. to bring them to repentance, yeah. to yeah. bring them to love, and and so that's what what you're talking yeah. about, and so yeah. well, let's well, let's talk about these these ideas. Let's talk about peace in restlessness, hope in hopelessness, and strength. And weakness. Those are kind of our three bullet points that we, we created. But let's let's talk about how how is a, a Christian who is a part of this upside down kingdom. We talked about where we find our peace, but let's dive deep into that. Where where how do we live in this world that is a pretty restless, chaotic place? How do we find our peace? Mm-hmm. What what is that like? Mm-hmm. You know, what's funny is actually uh, Lorraine from the worship team. She sends me a lot of Instagram reels. Nice, thanks, Lorraine. Keep doing it, <laughs> and. Um, and she sent me one actually yesterday that was about uh, finding your peace in God and hmm. keeping your eyes fixed on him and not on, um, you know, things of the world. So like that, I texted her back. I was like, yeah, that's actually my favorite verse in Isaiah uh, 26, three, where it's, um, you know, uh, you keep him in perfect, perfect peace whose eyes are fixed on you. Hmm. And just this idea that, um, you know, when we are looking to Jesus and we have our eyes fixed on Jesus, um, that's where we find our peace. We don't mm-hmm. find our peace by looking around. We don't find our peace by trying to uh, build up things to uh, give us security. Because the reality is, is I mean, um, you know, you might find your peace in the fact that you have life insurance mm-hmm. or the fact that you have built up a stable income or the yeah. fact that like, but we've you seen... Have, you have money in the bank. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we've seen time and time again, those kind of securities that we build up, even, even if you have friends or other things where it's like, well, I've built up this the community. We've seen things like that disappear in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we've seen things just go away. And that's not true security. You're, that may never be tested to where you lose your, your peace in that, but it's still a fragile peace that's yeah. not, it's not solid. It's not true. Yep. Um, where if you look to Jesus and you have him be the source of your peace, um, you can be like Peter walking on the water where when his eyes were fixed on Jesus, he didn't even see the waves. He didn't, that wasn't his concern. That was God's concern. He was focused. He was focused on Jesus. On and the second yeah. he got his eyes off Jesus when he started to sink. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so true. It's I I think about um just it's it takes one literally a, it takes less than a day mm-hmm. for all of that just to go away. And one natural disaster your home yeah, I mean, Joe, down, you know? that's yeah. what happened it, to him. Exactly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and like, James says we consider him blessed. And it's yeah. so, <laughs> this is where the rubber meets the road though, right? Because if you're a part of the world and you're part of the world's kingdom, when that happens, it's that's everything. Your life yeah. so that's everything. Yeah. That's yeah. everything. And, and for, if you're in Christ's kingdom, that happens. And it's, it's very heartbreaking. It's sad. It's not easy. It's mm-hmm. very difficult. And yet, 
mm-hmm. we still have this this peace because we're citizens of a different nation. You know, we have hope in Christ. You know, yeah. we, we know where we're going. We know that that the war is already won, and mm-hmm. and and that the level of of the type of peace it's different than what the world could define peace as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I'm curious for for you, Megan, what what has been your uh, I guess association with the world's def- definition of peace and then where we find our peace. Yeah, so something that really sums it up to me is Miranda Wilson has said this to me quite a few times is get your eyes off of creation and get your eyes onto the creator. Mm-hmm. You know, get your eyes off of you because like this idea that is portrayed to us by the world of like, oh, just pick yourself up by the boobs, bootstraps, mm-hmm. you know, pull yourself together and tough it out and you'll be a success. Mm-hmm. That's very cinematic. Oh, that yeah. is not, that's not reality. Yeah. You know, if you're a drug addict, it's not like you just like next day, yeah, I decided I was done with drugs and now I'm just free. It's like, no, you're going to be dealing with that for years and years and years yeah. to come. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't just go away. And, and even if that one thing goes away, yeah. your life is still imperfect. You're yeah. still going to die. Like, it's one of those things like, the, no, like, yeah. no, like seriously, like even if you fix up your entire life, like say that there is that person who like changed their life one day and everything's different and life is perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are you going to do when you die? Yeah. Like it's still, it's one of those things where it's like, great. You figured out your life for the next 30 years, 40, 50 years, 60 years. Yeah. So what? Like, yeah. so what? What, what, what do you really get yeah. out of that? Yeah. So what are you at your 401k? Yeah. What does yeah. that mean when you're dead? Yeah. You know, what for eternity? It means an inheritance for someone else. That's yeah. all it means. <laughs> That's what it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I think about that. I know I keep bringing up Ecclesiastes. It's, it's such book. a great book. Best it really book ever. is. It really is. And I just, I've been, I've been reading through it, you know, like, like it's a, it's a constant, it's on my constant rotation every mm-hmm. month. Now I, I read through it. Cause I think it's, it's helpful for me at least to ground myself in the reality of this upside down kingdom that yeah. it's dust, man. Like we're all dust. And, and I, I think there's like, if, if you read that and you didn't have a hope, that would be, I mean, th- yeah. it's one of the most depressing books you could read well, it's, then. Yeah, yeah, it's him taking the godless perspective. Like, that is, it's kind of like, so often there's, you know, philosophies of the world where it's like, well, if you take it to its natural conclusion, this is where you end up. Yeah. And people yeah. don't want to take it to that far. So they'll come up with stuff of, oh, there's no creator. Mm-hmm. Well, how does that work? We have all these problems with it. Oh, well, aliens did it. Okay, well, you're just passing off the buck to the next thing. Yeah. Who yeah. created the aliens? Like, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, they're not willing to go to the end result, which you know the writers um, ecclesiastes did where it's like okay well if you don't believe there's a god yeah this is this natural conclusion this is all you've got yep yeah dust to dust yeah and it's really interesting too is because when you say that to just the common person society that is like not okay yeah you know because they're okay being to told about. it's all about me it's what makes me happy mm, yeah. you know you don't like something cut it out of your life you're not happy improve your mood you know yeah it is truly all about them 24 7 yeah and the idea of like oh no you're you're nothing actually mm-hmm. is like is radical yeah which yeah. is so funny i mean you look at like body dysmorphia or other issues that we are increasingly seeing Mm -hmm. um it primarily comes like everyone blames instagram and that is a big factor you know looking at other people and stuff like that but so much of it comes from just looking at the mirror and being so fixated on the mirror yourself like it's not just a fixation on other people it's a fixation on yourself that causes so many of these issues of just you know 
lack of joy and hope and peace and just like because i mean we see ourselves and it's undeniable i'm getting older oh it's undeniable i don't look exactly the way i want oh it's undeniable like i'm fragile yeah Mm -hmm. like it's my eyes don't work like they used to my ears yeah don't work when you just stare at yourself too long you realize it's a void yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think about uh in my own life just like being very like hit with a lot of different things like for example, so I, I actually have hearing loss, like official. I know. You talked about it, it is, three weeks straight. It is official. And and for those of you who know me, I work in sound. I, yeah. You know, a lot of, part of my job is, you know, I run sound. And that's probably what actually caused. Now you just have an excuse. The, no, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's, it's sad because, you know, without looking at like technology and hearing aids and whatnot, but it, it's sad to me because it's like, wow, I'm, I'm not as attuned to this thing that I really love doing mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. much as I was before and yeah. I'm never going to get that back. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, when I look at the juxtaposition between, you know, upside down kingdom and the world's kingdom, it's like, if I was a part of the world's kingdom, that would be devastating mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I would, I would have to find a different thing to be, to focus on yeah. a different yeah. thing to fill my life with. And so I'm just curious talking about kind of, as we fill our lives with stuff, it's difficult not to fill our lives with sometimes what the world says is, is right because it's being blasted at mm-hmm. us, but we have to fill our lives with Christ. And so what, what would you say, um, as you're walking with Jesus, how do we fill ourselves up with, with Christ and focus on him? Like what you were saying, how do we focus on him? What's, what's a good way to do that? Yeah. So for me, one of like the most prime examples of like the end of my rope hopeless is I've had depression on and off my whole life and it's been really difficult and not fun at all but the like the world is very much like get the help do all of like the self-help stuff do Mm -hmm. the journals do like the how much water did you drink today you know and it's like drinking 100 ounces of water is not going to just heal that you know but quite frankly that is what you were told sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. and the I like not falling into that trap of like, if I just exercise and eat right and take my pills and go counseling, it's going to be all okay. That's not reality, you know? But the fact that like Jesus meets me in that is so cool. Mm -hmm. But how I keep my eyes focused on him is getting my eyes off of myself and Mm -hmm. getting my eyes onto him. And that's like a consistent choice because when you're depressed, you just like, your mind just like goes so quickly Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. all about me. Like, it's just literally all about me. It's nothing good, but it's all about me, 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 me. Yeah. And like, you literally just have to go like, you know what? I'm really enjoying watching all of these YouTube reels right now because it literally like numbs my brain and I'm Mm -hmm. not thinking about anything else, but that's not going to be helpful. You know, that's not a momentary pause. It's a momentary pause. And that actually is what the world offers, you know, is momentary momentary pauses. Yeah. But it's like reality is that you need to just take a step back and just read your Bible. Mm-hmm. and pray and ask other people to pray and be honest like yeah hey right now i'm really struggling asking those people to pray you gotta die to self mm-hmm. you can't hold on to this idea of like i am helping myself i am mm-hmm. self-sufficient yeah. you have to let it go because you just can't yeah. yeah and like it yeah it's just interesting well even you know i think i, I haven't been in in your shoes but i've had uh, an experience similar with with anxiety you mm-hmm. know i I really struggle with anxiety. It's kind of like this lifelong thing that I've yeah. had. And 
and it goes through ups and downs in different seasons, but it, even the motivation behind doing what we do, you know, I think to myself, when I was in college and I was really struggling with anxiety, like really heavily, I did everything. I yeah. did all the self-help stuff. Yep. And it was like momentary stuff. And it I've was been like, there. <laughs> it was like, you know, I'd go through like, okay, that felt a little better. And then the next day it was like, oh man, this is not helpful. Yeah. And, and even to the point where I'm thinking, well, I need to get better because I don't like the way this feels. I'm losing my mind. I'll read the Bible and it will like, I'll just, I'll just read it and it will help me. And, and I had the wrong motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, God, you know, uses everything, but mm-hmm. In that moment, you know, I'm, I'm reading and it's like, then I sit there and I'm like, okay, God, like, where's the peace? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, where is it? And it's in, and, and he just kept telling me, he's very patient about it. Just saying, why are you in the word? Mm-hmm. Are, is it for you? Or are you trying to know who I am? Are you trying to seek me? And, and so it wasn't until I, you know, really just getting to that point, it was like the lowest I could possibly be that I realized like, okay. If this is the lowest I am, I, I die from this. I lose my mind from this. Okay, but I'm just going to look to you, God. Like, you've mm-hmm. called me your your son. I'm adopted into your kingdom. Let, let I just want to love you. I just want to hug. I just want you. Yeah. And it was like that moment, It's it started to shift. And mm-hmm. my motivation started to change. And and so it is true. You know, we are to to look to God, to 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 read our Bibles, but let's have the right motivation yeah. behind yeah. doing that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. yeah absolutely. And also, no, thanks. Go ahead. But yeah. Anyway, but like when you're in the word too, it's not like just suddenly the anxiety went away. Yep. You know, for uh-huh. me, like I've consistently dealt with depression. It's a medical thing for me. I don't see it going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You know, this is my throne in the flesh as far as I understand for the time being. Mm-hmm. And it may be for the rest of my life. When I'm in the Bible, it doesn't just like go away, you mm-hmm. know, but it does give that eternity peace, yeah. you know, and within your soul, does the mind still have issues? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. That's because we live on earth and we're yeah. fallen human beings and we don't work the way that we were designed to work, yeah. you know, it's, it's like the reverse of the, the world's ability where it's like, even if they fix everything in their life, it's like, great. So how many years left do you have to live? Yep. Where for the Christian, it's like, even if you can't fix everything in your life, you have eternity. Yeah. And so like, doesn't mean we don't try to fix things. It doesn't mean we don't try to make things better, but we're not, we're not in this, like, I don't want to say panic, but we're just not in this, uh, really bad place where yeah. it's like, okay, well, if you don't fix it, this is all you've got. So fix it as well as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where for us, it's like, we should fix everything as we can because you know, that's, that's good. That's good stewardship. It's good mm-hmm. to live life that way. But we don't have to worry if we don't get it fixed. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's not nihilism. It's yeah. not it's not Christian nihilism. It's 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 not like you oh, know, nothing matters. It, exactly. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that nothing matters. No, no. It, it does yeah. matter, and we are to give it our 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 best. We're we're, we're to serve God and serve mm-hmm. others the the best way we can. But it's it's when you get to those impassable things yeah. that it's like okay, I've done I've done my best. And yeah. I have to trust the Lord with the rest. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, we're built, I think about this all the time as like, you know, human beings, it's, we, we do strive to, to fix those things because, yeah. you know, whether we're believers or not, it's because we're, we've been created for eternity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have this, this eternal. Eternity is put in their hearts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so, point. and so I think, you know, you, you were mentioning, you know, where we find our hope and hope and hopelessness. It's like. It's the quintessential Christian thing is like, oh, well, we want to go spread the gospel so that people can have a hope. And yeah. it's 
that is true because Christ is our hope, you yeah. know? Travis, what what are your thoughts on 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 Christ being our hope and, and how that differs from where the world finds their hope? Well, you know, the world, you know, at best, they can find their hope in, um, you know, plans in that, that, you know, if today was bad, that I have plans or reasons for one reason or other to think that tomorrow will be better. Um, but as Christians, um, like, yes, we have plans and yes, we have hope that may tomorrow will be better because of, uh, plans that we have and people like that. But ultimately our hope again is kind of that eternal perspective yeah. that, and not just in the sense of, well, okay. So even if everything goes terribly for 80 years, I have eternity. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. But in addition, we have a God who has stepped into time and has lived among us and died for us. And he says, why would I withhold any good thing from you? And we have this hope that doesn't just start when we die. We have a hope that's now that says we have a God that cares about us now. It doesn't mean that he allows everything to go perfect in our life. He has a much bigger plan. He has much bigger Mm -hmm. things. He allows himself to be hands off so that people may have free choice. Um, But he also has intervened time and time again. And we can trust that he uses all things together for good. Yeah. That we can even experience terrible things and be like, well, um, God, not that God, um, not that God caused this, but that God is going to um, do something good from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, uh, and you know, like just, you know, analogies thing of this, this top, top of my head, you know, say like one of my boys, they were riding their bike and they broke their leg mm-hmm. and it would be like, well, that's a terrible thing. Well, I can turn it for good. Maybe that ends up being a really bright relationship where we, we get to play chess a little bit more often. We get to talk a little more often. We get to slow down know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get to see that, you know, mommy and daddy care for them, even if they can't help at the house. You know, I mean, they, they, they get this experience that shows them their worth is not in the fact they can run or walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we have a God who we have, we have a God who's above these issues yep. who we believe is working for good. If you don't believe in God or at least a, a good and, uh, intentional personal God, cause some, there's some religions who believe there's a God, but it's just like he spun up the world and kind of walked away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if we believe in a God who, who actually cares and if you don't believe in God who cares, the best you have, the best hope you have is that the plans you've made, um, as fragile as they are, as imperfect as they are, as short-sighted as they are, um, it might work out better tomorrow than today. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Something I really like about like the hope that you have in God is that it's not specifically like the situation that you're in right now is going to change and like the situation itself is going to be better. That's not the promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The promise is that God will use it. Yeah. And you don't know how that's going to be. Yeah. So good. You know? Yeah. You mean, I mean, see the side of heaven. There's yeah. still things that I've, that I've suffered through that it's like, yeah. and there's people who, people always say the, you know, oh, well, this side of it, I would do it again if I had to. I, nope. Yeah. yeah. There are things where I'm like, I would not do that yeah, again if I had to. I would not go I like, that. <laughs> I would absolutely do it differently. Yeah. Now I trust that God is good. And so I can trust that, you know, it was better that I did it. And I can trust mm-hmm. that it was better that I went through it. But Yeah. I, I don't think we'll see some things till heaven. No. Well, it, it's it's a hope in, a, in someone who has a, a better interest, like a, yeah. the best interest yeah. for you. And, someone and the who best knows knowledge. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah. yeah. I think about, I know that you guys have felt this way, and I know that people who are listening and watching have felt this way, but um, I think about my my wife and I are, are we're so funny. She's so funny. <laughs> You're wow. so funny. Uh, we're so funny. So, funny. <laughs> so, so we, you know, we... You know when you order something online? Yeah. 
so many uh-huh. and that anticipation so <laughs> no one is related explain yeah. to this it, online it, thing and, to that, us. and that anticipation of the package coming it's like oh it's kind of exciting and then it comes and you're like oh package came today it could be pencils right <laughs> it could be pencils but i'm excited about that package coming yeah. and then expand that even more you know we're right now travis is wondering where i'm going with this Right now, I wonder you know, why you're so excited we, about pencils. Well, who it, wouldn't be? Come yeah, on! I know we felt this way, but say you have a vacation coming up. You've planned a vacation, and the days you're counting the days, and they're getting closer. You're getting so excited about that. That is something I know that we've all felt with, but it's a momentary excitement. It's a momentary joy, mm-hmm. and oftentimes I find myself putting way too much hope. In this vacation being awesome and yeah. fun, and then after the three or four days and it's over, I'm back home. Mm-hmm. I am, I am just sad. I am yeah. just numb. Everything is gray. The pencils are used up. And, and, but but here's the thing: <laughs> I could have easily avoided that had I stayed in in the hope of of mm-hmm. our Lord and 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 finding my joy in Him because. I can still look to that vacation. I can still look to that those pencils coming and get excited about it. Yeah. But I can also be excited that yeah, my mundane life I have every single day is is not a promise to me. Every yeah. single day is is given freely to me, and I get to be excited that. And and this is something I, I want to talk about, like hope and hopelessness, and and pointing, you know, directing our eyes to Jesus. But it's also directing our eyes. Really, we've talked about not ourselves, but to others, and it's. You know, we talked serving was mm-hmm. was the the last podcast we talked about. We talked about serving and how serving can so just absolutely change the way that we're thinking. I know for my example with anxiety, it completely changes things when I start looking outside of myself and just actively go and help somebody mm-hmm. and, and serve and focus on somebody else. What are your examples about about that? How we've how we can serve others and how that. It really changes the way we think about anxiety and depression and all this stuff. Yeah, so for me, that's actually really interesting because, I mean, just about every time I've gone on, like, a missions trip, a camp or something like that, I've totally been depressed right before. It, like, without fail happens. I'm not excited. I don't want to go. It's 100% hmm. like a spiritual attack like it like i know this that this happens like right before i went to romania i was like why am i even going to this i can't do that like and it's just totally lies from the enemy mm-hmm. but you gotta just know of like you gotta put it in its place and be like this is not what god has called me to do yeah. this is not what god called me to believe because the reality of serving is nothing to do with our own abilities it is nothing to do with our sufficiency it has everything to do with grace yeah. and mm-hmm. everything to do with power i mean like i like clockwork right before a trip right before an event i'm like i just don't want to do this i don't want to mm-hmm. do this at all on it totally fine like every single time I'm just like, yeah, this is totally fine because mm-hmm. God put me there to do a work. Yeah. And he provides. And he provides, he provides. I, in, in Romania, we were talking about it, about like sleep. And I was saying like, guys, God faithfully has to like provided divine energy for me. Like every <laughs> single time I've been on a trip like this, yeah. like every single time. And I'm someone like, if I don't get my eight hours plus mood just goes down like i know this about and food too highly affects me yeah when you're on a trip you have no power of like what food you're eating and you will not get enough sleep i'm always fine because god provides Mm -hmm. you know he's gonna provide so when you're serving god 
and he has called you to serve in that way, he's going to provide. And you yeah. got to have faith in that. And it's not easy. And sometimes you're going to be sitting there serving and you're at the end of your rope and you don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. But God is going to provide everything. And sometimes it's going to say like, hey, I can't do this right now and I'm going to take a step back. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's providing an opportunity for someone else to serve. Yeah. But it's just listening to the Holy Spirit and not letting fear win that battle. Yeah. You know? That's so good. I think it may not in like... I know in the last episode, we talked a lot about serving. I think in this context, I wonder if it's even really the serving. Uh, I think the serving is more like the vehicle for which sure. this change happens. Because like when I think about like the examples you gave about um, serving on mission trips and camps, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because I can think of plenty of times where um, helping someone else didn't um, help me at all with my joy yeah. or my, my hope. Um, because you can go through the motions without it actually being... Um, you know, a, a mind shift or, or, you know, eyesight change of like what you're looking at, what you're, what you're thinking about. Um, I think it's when you're serving with this intention of like, God could work right now. Yeah. God could do something through me right now yeah. that God is at, at work, that God is doing something and he's using me to be part of it. Um, I think when we have, we, we you know, essentially we get our eyes off of ourselves and we put it on mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. We say, Jesus, what do you want to do with this thing? Um, and then again, kind of like with our conversation, um, with Sharon uh, in the last episode, uh, it, it takes it off of even what you're doing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It puts it more on like, well, what does God want to do? It's not about, you know, a certain title or a certain job description. It's about, well, I'm available and God can do anything. So when your eyes are on God, it, it, it gives you that joy. It gives you that hope because um, God, God's able God yeah. is more yeah. than able. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, uh, it removes all those issues. Yep. And, and it brings us to the point now. I, I think this is one of the most, like, apparent upside down kingdom type things is like strength and weakness. Yeah. And it's like our, like, our weakness, God's power, his strength is perfected in our weakness. And it's mm-hmm. so backwards to the, to the world. But, it, and it, it's one of those things where I think it's it's an opportunity for the Lord uh, to for you to be witnesses of the Lord and His mm-hmm. work uh, when we are weak, like like you're saying, like when we're going on a on a trip, mm-hmm. it's like we're we're weak in the sense that we we're not in control of like how much sleep we get and all this everything, but His power is is moving through us his strength to give us the energy to provide the food for us when we need it all these things but what i love about that example is and it's 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 i think it's easier to compartmentalize you know oh i'll go on a trip and that's where it happens yeah. you know it's happening right now yes. every single morning yes. we have that same aspect and it's like man if i if i wake up one day and i'm just not feeling good I can have faith and take courage like, okay, God's like his strength. It's not my strength. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't go to work on my strength. Yeah. I go to work because God's empowering me to do so. And sometimes it's easier when you do feel like poop, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so what, what are you guys' th- thoughts on, on strength and weakness and how backwards that is? It's just backwards, you know? <laughs> but like... It so is because it is so like the world is so strongly. It's about you, mm-hmm. you know, lean on yourself, know your self-worth queen, you know, like that's what's mm-hmm. proclaimed or even like us collectively, like we can do it. We as can long do as we it. Like has society, together. like, yeah. And it's these really vague ideas too, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's grounded. Nothing's really like 
solid. Well, if it's specific, it can be disproven. Very yeah. easily. If it's vague, yeah. then it's able to say, well, no, we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Still making a yeah. difference. Yeah. What, what about in the church, Travis? You and I work in a church. Is it, do you see sometimes, like, what are your thoughts on, on, cause I, I know I see sometimes it's, it's easy to get, to, to fall into the, the trap of, well, we'll just, we'll just do it. I think about the example that Pastor John always talks about of, um, you know, uh, underground church pastor coming to the United States and seeing the churches. And I guess in, he's quoted as, as just saying, yeah, it's amazing you know, I've I've gone to all these churches in America. It's amazing what you can do without the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is just that's a trap. Like, yeah. what what do you think about like in the church? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where we as Christians, we as church leaders, we as just you know the the capital C church collectively, it's um, in every area of life. There's this danger of um, we're called to plan, and it's good to plan, mm. and it's good to be organized. And we also need to trust that God's the only one who can bring the results. Yeah. I mean, we have even again the book of James, chapter four, where he's like, you know, woe to you who say tomorrow we're going to do this and that, and we're going to buy here and sell there. Um, you don't, you don't know what tomorrow brings. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really difficult where we have to live in a we we live in a world not just like in the world essentially like our day and age, but as the world as long as the world's ever existed, you've had to plan. Yeah. If you're a farmer from day one, if you did not plant when it was planting season, you did not sow when it was sowing, you did not reap when it was reaping season, like you'd be screwed. Like you're not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, we live in a world that requires planning and we live in, uh, we live in, even in the church, if things aren't planned, they're not done well. We even see, you know, the beginning of Acts, there were widows who were not getting taken care of because of bad planning, because of bad leadership. And they had to um, shore that up with additional people and additional help and additional planning yep. to take care of people, good things, like things that had to be done. Um, but we can rest in our planning as if that's where our strength comes from. We can rest mm-hmm. in our planning as if, as if that's where wisdom and res- results come from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a careful thing where we have to, we have to be willing to do all the things, do all the things. But at the end of the day, be like, well, God ultimately, yep. what, what ultimately yeah. matters is what God chooses to do. Yeah. It's like in Psalms where it says, you know, um, the, the labor is labor in vain. If, uh, uh, if the Lord doesn't build the house, the labor is labor in vain mm-hmm. yep. that, you know, we have to be doing what God's doing. Otherwise, um, it's, it's useless yep. and, yeah. and it becomes just a work of what of us. Yeah. yeah. And there's also a big point on the planning is that things just never go according to plan, you yeah. know, like very often in Deuteronomy, I think it, 29, 29 just basically talks about like the hidden things are for the Lord to know and yeah. the things that are revealed to you is for you to know. But like, yeah, some things you just won't know. And you're yeah. going to be like, I plan all this. Lord. <laughs> you may not know, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but for those who are more spiritual, <laughs> but yeah, there's just going to be things and plans that are going to happen. And we're going to be like, the Lord was in this. The spirit was in this and it just doesn't go through mm-hmm. and you just won't know why. And you don't have to. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to be a huge step in faith, but that's the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. And it builds our faith, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So before we uh, kind of, uh, before we close out, I, I want to talk a little bit more and just more practical handlebars on this idea of of weakness. So Travis, you, you've kind of touched on it a little bit of this idea. It's it's not nihilism. It's not like we're we're giving up and, oh, we just give up. God will just do everything else. It's like, no, we, we got to plant the seeds. Like mm-hmm. he, yeah. he calls us. He says, you know, 
the the harvest is plentiful the laborers are few it's like okay we still got to do the work yeah yeah and and so so what like what does weakness in the upside down kingdom mean versus the definition of weakness in the world mm-hmm. well i think um well I, I think to a certain extent they can actually be the same in a lot of ways you know weakness in the world is you can't help yourself and we go yeah we can't yeah <laughs> like, it's it's recognizing that when we're weak when we we realize that uh, we can't be our own savior we can't be our own guide we can't be our own you know um our own leader um that the world would say yes you can and that's that's you know that's weak and you're like yeah it is weak but um our god is strong and and we were never meant to carry some of those burdens mm-hmm. yeah um and so i think to a certain extent you know weakness um it, the definition is actually the same is that we just embrace it yeah. as part of our humanity as part of our limitedness yeah and recognizing we, we've been given tasks to do by god um but there's so many that we haven't been given and the world tries to grab the ones we haven't been given and to say yep. strength is fulfilling this and we say yeah it is but i'm not that strong yeah mm-hmm. and being okay with that yeah it's, it's like what you were saying at the very beginning is like it glory where glory is due and mm-hmm. i think i think that you're right it, i don't know if the definitions are different in weakness but we still like the world is going to still say okay it you know you're weak like get strength so that you can do this thing. So mm-hmm. you're still doing something. It's not like you stop doing something. Mm-hmm. And f- and for the upside down kingdom, it's like you're weak. Give glory to, to God who yeah. is strengthening you to yeah. do this thing. So you're still actively doing the, the work. You're still actively doing the thing that, that you feel, you know, that you're totally weak and that you're incapable of doing, but the Lord is what's providing. So we're to give glory to him. And I think, I think that's where... You know, if if that could encapsulate our whole conversation here, talking about this, I I think that's probably the most important or paramount thought is that no matter what we do, if we're doing it for the Lord and we're doing it because of the Lord in mm-hmm. us working it out, we have to give glory to God. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We have to just give Him the yeah. glory. So I had something I I did want to say, but did you have anything you want to add about that? No. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to double check. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about how do you keep, get your eyes on Jesus? And both mm-hmm. you mentioned scripture. Yeah. And um, I oh, obviously... I add. It's obviously very important. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think there's nothing better than simply, you know, writing a note card, writing a sticky note, having mm-hmm. it on your phone, like being like, these are the verses I'm going to when I'm struggling with this. Uh, but the thing I just want to mention is that the importance of community. Yeah. And not hmm. just like, oh, you know, I meet weekly with my home group and we pray together and talk about the sermon. I mean, like people that you're actually walking real life with who can speak mm-hmm. into your life and will speak in your life difficult things sometimes um it, it made me yeah. think of the awesome story about martin luther and his wife and i know you love martin luther i do so love martin gotta luther. tell the story yeah. where he was going through just a really really hard time i don't know if full on depression but was just discouraged and if you know the life of martin luther a lot of reasons to be yeah. discouraged yeah seriously um and you know he comes home and he's just discouraged all get out and his wife leaves comes back and she's dressed in all black and he's like, oh, like who died? Like you're in mourning outfit. She said, well, clearly God did. Otherwise you wouldn't be this sad. And like, what just, a woman. I know, right? <laughs> that is such a great move. <laughs> and um, having people in your life who, because yes, we are to look to Jesus. We are to look to scripture. We are to find our, our peace in him, our hope in him. But sometimes we need help lifting up our head. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes we need help redirecting our eyes. And so, um, you know, I just want to make sure, I didn't want to leave this podcast without, 
without making sure we remember there's a communal no, experience yeah. Yeah. that is not just, you know, okay, well, you know, strength and weakness, make sure you, you recognize your weakness and turn to God. Oh, you know, hope and hopelessness. When you're hopeless, make sure you turn to God. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let's, let's make sure we're looking out for each other. Let's yeah. make sure that we are pointing each other to Jesus and we are, you know, embodying the, the hands and feet of Christ and the, the mouth and ears of Christ, that those who need an ear to listen to them, that we are yeah. there for them, that those who need someone to speak to them, we're there for them. Yeah. Um, and that rarely happens by someone coming to you and saying, hey, I need this right now. We need to be on the the proactive looking and saying, I think that person needs this right now. And even better than that, asking God, can you, can you show me who needs this right now? Mm -hmm. Because, um, some of those encouraging times in my life when I've been hopeless has been people reaching out who know nothing about my situation, um, or anything. And they just reach out and say, Hey, I just, God just told me to share this verse with you. God just told me to encourage you in this way. And let's not discount the fact that, um, all these things we talked about that are good for us to enact for ourselves. Like it's important for us to take responsibility and and act for ourselves and to, to turn to God. Um, we can be extremely encouraging to one another. Yeah. Yeah. And that's super biblical too, you know, super biblical, super biblical, like level 10, a biblical. (laughs) Um, but it's interesting because that's not what we see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's self-sufficiency, but it yeah. is, it's like communities biblical. That's yeah. And like even the Trinity, like we, like everything is designed around community. Yeah. You know, even God wasn't alone. Yeah. And also another thing too, like practically, like practically going through this is when you're going through a hard time, the last thing you want to do is read your Bible normally. Yeah. Like quite frankly, you're just like, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm so tired. I can't do it. And normally when you're going through a hard time, you're a little angry at God. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, like. God is going to give you the strength to do what he has commanded you to do. Mm-hmm. And that is to meditate in his word. You know, mm-hmm. that's very clear. So and something that I see a lot in having conversations with people when they're having a hard time and they do reach out and we're having this conversation. I'm like, well, like, how has it been in the word? And they're like, ah. and they haven't been in it, you yeah. know, don't just talk about Jesus. Don't just talk about how you're having a hard time. Come to the Lord with that and be in the word, even though if like the scripture isn't directly meeting you where you're at, it's still faithfulness to God. And that's what he's commanded you to do. Still keeping your eyes fixed on him. Yeah. Yeah. And off of you. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Off of ourselves and on God. It seems like upside down kingdom, as we've talked about it over this past month, it's just been, um, I've really enjoyed going through this because it's, it's, it's humbling and it's, it's an encouragement. It's a reminder Mm. for me to say, you know what? I don't, I don't live in this world of, of all about me. I live in this world of all about God. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and so I, as we, um, as we kind of close out, I, I, I'm excited to kind of introduce, kind of pre-introduce our next topic, yeah. um, which is parenting. We're mm-hmm. going to be covering um, parenting uh, this next month. And so we're really excited about that. Yeah. So, and we're um, going to be taking it, for those of you who listen to the podcast regularly, if you're not parents, um, we're going to be taking this specifically in the direction where um, if you uh, are not a parent, how can you be helpful to parents in these different stages of parenting? Um, because just like everything else we've been talking about, this is a, a community event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is something we're meant to do in community. And so if you have kids or not, we hope you'll still stick with us this next month as um, yep. there's there's important things for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, and so thank you so much for listening and watching and, and thank you Megan for, for coming on and um, we hope uh, as always that this is encouraging to you and in uh, and, and that maybe maybe it's something that, that you're sharing and um, watching with others in community 
but please uh, continue to join join us as, as we continue to follow Jesus together. And uh, again, we're excited and thank you. And, and we hope that uh, this is a blessing for you and, and really that we're just trying to glorify God through this podcast. So uh, thanks again. Uh, and as always, God bless.